Welcome to Refresh and Rediscover Your Home, the podcast. Every week, our remodeling specialist, Tony and Michelle, bring you the top trends and tips to achieve your best version of the most cherished space, your home. Now it's time for some wits and lots of style. Hello, welcome everybody. And I'd like to uh, welcome you to Refresh and Rediscover Your Home. And today, uh, my name is Tony Perry, and I would like to introduce uh, Michelle Morris, who is joining me today with a special guest as well. Michelle? So excited to be here, Tony. Thank you so much. Um, We are really excited to introduce our guest today, Rosemary Warmly, goes by Rose, as of AF Street Interiors. Certainly, Rose, you have an incredible following and such an amazing Instagram site. You've done so much work in a short period of time since 2015. I know when you started your business. Welcome to this lovely Rediscover with Refresh and looking forward to hearing a little bit more about you and how you started your business. Thank you so much. Thanks, Michelle and Tony. And thank you so much for having me too. Um, How did I start my business? So as you mentioned, I started in 2015. Um, I've always kind of had an eye for design, even though it's not my background, I'm not formally trained. Um, but prior to moving to Winneka, where I started my firm, I completed the overhaul of an Evanston condo that was on the National Register of Historic Places. I did a renovation of a duplex down in Lincoln Square. Um, then we bought our home in Winneka. And once I started staying home with my children, um, I started a pretty big renovation project on that home. And when we had completed the full renovation, all three of my kids were also back in school at that same time. And I decided it would be, you know, a good time to kind of turn my passion into a business. The GC I worked with on our renovation had been really open to all my ideas. He let me shadow him and follow him around, you know, all the time in the project, answered all my questions. Um, it was a really unique learning experience. And it just really deepened my appreciation for their construction project, you know, process as well. And I decided I would kind of slow roll the business and expand my knowledge and expertise and build a brand over the first year. And we just ended up getting a a big new build project as our first client and just have been so busy ever since. Wow. Congratulations. That's so exciting just to follow your passion like that and just to to come where you have in just a, a short time. I love your tagline of livable luxury for the modern family. And mm-hmm. that just really speaks volumes of the work they do. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I know you don't waste a lot of time with undecorated rooms that aren't really used, which I know we see a lot of times in some of the households that that we might visit. Can you expand on your um, modern family livable luxury and what that means exactly? Sure. I think a lot of my clients, they, you know, they want a space that really looks beautiful and feels luxurious, but they want it to be family friendly and they want workhorse materials. They want furniture that's going to last. They want a floor plan that's functional, um, you know, and they don't want or less and less, they want rooms just for show. Even in the largest of homes, you're finding people now really want to utilize all the spaces and, and make them a place where you can entertain and relax and, you know, friends and family can come and kids can have friends and kind of everyone can enjoy all the spaces. Um, and that's really kind of what we function on. I think people, you know, tend to think that if something looks really beautiful, that it also can't be you know, functional, that you can't use it or use it hard. And that's just not true. I mean, we've really kind of found the sweet spot where 
we're able to, you know, take a space and really talk to the client about how they're going to use it and then also make it look gorgeous and, but, you know, work really well for the client as well. So great. So the really, re- how, go ahead. Go ahead, Michelle. Go ahead, Tony. I'm sorry. That's okay. So, uh, Rose, how has uh, the our current state of uh, all this stay at home and the pandemic? How is that affecting your the way that you approach your work? So, I mean, it's you know, there's obviously a few things that have have changed from kind of our logistics. You know, we've had a lot more requests for no contact, drop off and pickups. We've been creating a lot of sample boxes for clients, and you know, meeting them outdoors when the weather cooperates. I've tried to resist um, or help my clients resist the urge to do too much online because there's really nothing that compares to seeing samples in person or being in a space. But we've, you know, from clients, we've been getting a ton of requests for things like home offices, school rooms, kids' lounges, home gyms. Um, Now that the weather's turned, we're getting a lot more for fun, creative outdoor spaces you know, not all of our clients have huge homes with all of this extra space that they can readily convert. So for some of our clients that have smaller homes, we've been getting a lot of requests for ways that they can, you know, efficiently combine spaces. So how can they have kind of a a homework room that can also combo as a yoga studio or how, you know, they want to, they want to merge spaces and make them more functional, but again, not really sacrifice that that beauty or like that luxurious feeling. And so we've just had to start to get really creative about helping people use every inch of their space and also not always able to get into the space ourselves. So I think those have been kind of the most unique challenges. We've been faced with a lot of those same requests and and obviously as we move forward with real no clarification, we are going to continue to be doing the home offices, the gyms and all that. So we're anxious to see what you're creating for for, uh, the decorations once we actually are creating the spaces because we're redoing a lot of different um, homes right now too. But to your point, both small and large homes, I mean, everyone has a different budget they're on, but actually making it work for today and the way that we live, we've all been affected by this and what our needs are for for a healthy family home now that that really works for everybody. Have you noticed um, anything with different color schemes or more light, more lightness? I know you use a lot of white in your, um, I, I, lo- I mean, I know you use a lot of different, I guess it all depends on the client and the personality that you're, you're working with. But I noticed on your Instagram that you, you have some real beautiful white with bold colors and obviously a little Boston in there and some other yeah. places you've been, which I absolutely love. Um, have you noticed any new uh, requests for the design or anything different? From before, more calming, more soothing, or is it the same? Just curious because I absolutely love what you do. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you know for us because our that is a big part of our brand is kind of this um, you know clean palette, calming, you know soothing colors um, that our clients that come to us are kind of already in that mindset. You know they know that we're going to be able to deliver on that. So I haven't necessarily seen an increase um, in kind of like the lighter, brighter, only because I. Th- think the majority of people that we're already working with or who come to us come to us for that reason. But the one thing I have noticed that I have found really interesting is, you know, when people have been requesting either these combo spaces or wanting to transform spaces kind of for new uses, no one wants to put their homework room in the lower level. No one wants to put, you know, they're not saying, well, my kids are going to be e-learning or I need a home office and I want to put it in this back 
room or I want to, you know, put it in this room in the basement. People are definitely looking for spaces with natural light. They're looking for spaces where they can easily transition between. So maybe it's on the first floor because you know, if you're working right now for a lot of people, you also have to be accessible to the kids doing the e-learning or maybe to the kitchen if you're going to be coming out and making lunch and then going back into your office. And so I think people want spaces that are more easily accessible and not so tucked away. And then as a result, you are finding, you know, that you're using more of the spaces in areas that have more natural light and lighter colors. And, you know, maybe you're taking a part of a larger space or a room off of the kitchen, maybe something that was like a den or a study and turning that into the homework room. You know, people aren't aren't really trying to tuck these spaces away. They're trying to incorporate them more into the places where they're already using and living. So Rose, are you seeing people uh, also trying to accommodate uh, multi-generational family type situations or with the kids moving back from college, they're thinking about um, adjusting for that as well? Yes. And so we, one of the things that we're seeing a lot is um, kind of like these kids' lounges. So maybe people who hadn't focused so much on that third floor bonus room or the space over the garage or even, you know, a part of their lower level um, are really looking to turn those areas now into hangout spaces. And, you know, we're calling them the kids' lounge. That's you know, probably not, they're not all kids. And in this case, we have a client in North Belgium where we've actually created two of these spaces recently, one on the third floor and one on the lower level, because they do have a spread. They have um, kids coming home from college and then two, um, one actually that's at Sunset Ridge and one that's at Loyola. And so they have such kind of, you know, a range of ages. And so they're creating two spaces, one for kind of the older kids to hang out and one for the younger kids to hang out. So we're definitely seeing seeing that more um, where people are trying to, you know, maybe look at spaces and re revamp them for new uses. That's so funny. I, I so see that too. It's funny. I have triplets that are in college and they come home and we were looking at one of our Instagram posts the other day on Refresh. And my daughter says, why are you using sanctuary? I mean, we're, we're looking for hangout spaces. I mean, right. college kids want hangout spaces. Yeah. It's just interesting how each generation wants something else. And so we've right. got to, you know, apply to the whole family. I and think, Tony, um, what we're seeing too is that, you know, people have their parents, you know, the kids, they're kind of the sandwich generation where people like us are taking care of our parents and our kids. And really, we are our parents' most healthy. So we are seeing some definite uh, change in that, too, and using different spaces of the home. And I know Tony has a couple more uh, conversations on that than I do. But go ahead, Tony. Well, what I was going to say is that we're one of the things that we're seeing is, is that you know people are concerned about having their parents stay in senior care facilities. And so mm -hmm. uh, they want to uh, take advantage of the, uh, the, the boom that's happened in at-home care. And so have you seen any uh, increase in where people are looking to have their parents move back in with them and accommodate that as well? So I have not personally seen that we, a lot of our clients um, are still, I think on the younger side, you know, younger families and maybe their, their parents quite aren't, aren't there yet. Um, but I will say from, from personal experience, and again, I don't have, an, you know, parents that require in-home care, but we, at our house, we do have a first floor guest suite and 
we did recently revamp it and add an entrance. So it had kind of its own, you know, indoor outdoor entrance where you could access it from the outside and we created a little patio and kind of, you know, did some things so it could be almost like an independent space with its own in and out and, um, you know, kind of thinking ahead to that. And I do think that people are going to be thinking about that more, particularly, you know, with where we are right now with, with COVID. Do you, so Rose, um, if people if, if people had a limited budget, how would you uh, what would you do to recommend that you know how where would they spend some money in order to make an impact on the way that their house lives? Where are they going to get the most bang for their buck? So I mean, it depends, I guess, if you know they're bang for their buck if they're thinking about how to make it more functional with everyone home and everyone needing to use the space and. Um, or if they're thinking more about kind of like a marketable, you know, resell. Um, what one of the things I've been recommending to a lot of people is to to close up their storage if they have open storage. So a lot of people have like these open built-ins or shelving, um, and we've been recommending to a lot of people to bring like bring in the trim carpenter, or have someone come in and kind of close up that storage space. Or if they have open glass shelving, we've been adding a lot of like antique mirror and mash and, you know, things that will allow you to really expand your storage and increase storage across, you know, multiple generations of people that maybe need something different uh, by taking their existing storage and kind of closing it up. Um, the other thing that we've been kind of seeing a lot is, you know, now, again, as the weather's been turning, people have really been focusing on their outdoor spaces and kind of bringing them up a notch across the board. So bringing in new furniture, adding the fire pit, you know, creating these spaces where you can entertain outdoors and you can do it in a way as everyone's now kind of, you know, realizing they're going to be home more this summer, but also feeling like, okay, well, maybe we can start to socialize. Maybe, you know, we will be able to expand our circle, but we're going to have to do it in a way where we're being socially distant. Um, I think that people are really focusing a lot on their outdoor spaces and I've really been embracing it and, and encouraging it. So, so Rose, give us some examples of some outdoor spaces that, uh, and what you've done. Sure. So I think with the outdoor spaces, particularly people are looking um, for a couple of things specifically, they want kind of like that fun factor outside. So we've had a few clients who have added um, you know, outdoor ping pong tables. We've had clients who have added some outdoor, we had two clients who did outdoor fire pits and seating areas. Um, I think clients are looking to kind of refresh their seating and spacing and create different seating areas. So having an area, you know, and you don't need a huge yard or a huge patio space. It's just more about utilizing all the different spaces. And if, you know, if you have a an area where you can put a fire pit, but then you have another area where you can do a seating area. If, you know, maybe you have a small dining table, but you have an area where you could add a larger dining table. I think people are trying to really expand um, their capacity outdoors. And the other thing that we have been doing a lot more of is people seem to have kind of these overlooked screened porches or, you know, whether they're three season rooms or four season rooms or, um, sunrooms or, you know, a lot of times clients, even who have done a lot of the design work in their house, they have, you know, 
maybe overlooked those kind of spaces. And we have been doing quite a bit of um, refreshing and renovating those spaces to make them more of an extension of the home. That's great. I congrats on all that. That's just great work. And I'm sure you will see a lot more of that. Um, I love how you keep using the word refreshing because that's exactly <laughs> what we're doing with everybody. Um, because after we're all staring at the same four walls in a couple different rooms for the last few months, it's kind of like who doesn't need a refresh project right now, right? right? But um, I think it's interesting. How do you actually work with the um, architects and builders for you know some of the projects that you're starting? What are how do you do you have a lot of relationships or obviously do, but can you sp- expand on that? Sure. So we, I mean, we have really great relationships with architects and builders. And I personally, I love the efficiency of the build process. Um, And we have a good reputation for keeping our clients kind of ahead of a builder's timeline and on budget. And so we have a lot of builders, I think that if you ask them, they really enjoy working with us because we're collaborative, we're laid back, we're fun, we get, you know, we're not afraid to get our hands dirty. Um, And we really... I particularly, you know, look to my builders and architects for their unique expertise and really defer to them on a lot of things and say, you know, I'm, I'm here for the design, but I, I want to work with you. I want you to tell me, you know, what you think is best where you have the expertise and then I'll lend mine, you know, where I have the expertise and we can really work, um, work as a team instead of having, you know, a designer that comes in and says, well, I want it to look like this and I want to do this and that, but not really understanding, you know, how you can, how you get to that end game. Mm-hmm. Um, we work really closely and collaboratively with our architects and our builders. We, as much as the client wants, we'll sit in on all the meetings. Um, we'll come to all the walkthroughs. Well, you know, obviously in this environment, that's a little different, but we have moved a lot of the plan review and even sample review either to online or we've done some no contact, you know, where, our cabinet makers will come and they'll leave a sample and we'll come and we'll pick it up and we'll approve the strike off and send it back. You know, we definitely have to be more inventive and creative in this, in this environment, but the, the way we work with architects and builders hasn't changed. I mean, we just have a really great, you know, collaborative approach and I really appreciate the work and the efficiency and kind of the timeline that goes into building a home and doing renovation. And so we work really hard to kind of stay one step ahead of all the timelines. So all the decisions are made kind of, you know, before they have to be. I love your approach, the collaborative approach. We, you know, we have a very similar style. We call it uh, best idea wins. And yes. what, yeah, what we try to do is whenever, cause almost everything we do as a team, even when we're just meeting with a client, uh, often our meetings will have interior designers or landscape architects or some other, uh, professional that's at the table. And uh, w- what we try to do, uh, which sounds like the same style you have, is is that we try to elevate the conversation and to try to refine anything at all that's put on the uh, table as an idea and elevate it as best we can and compare it against other ideas, sketch some options, and then best idea wins. And, and we move forward from that Every once in a while, we like to step back and, and say, okay, we've gone down all these paths. We've made all these decisions. Let's stop, pause, reflect back, see how it compares to where we originally started out with. And are we comfortable with this? Are we comfortable with the budget? And how is, how is everyone feeling? And, and if we pass that sniff test, then we continue on. 
So that sounds much like how you work as well. It is. And I love that best idea wins. I mean, that really is definitely how we work. And we, there are a lot of designers who, um, clients come to them because they actually don't, maybe they don't enjoy making decisions. They don't like a lot of options. They want someone to present a plan and say, you know, do it this way. That is not us. And we, we have a much more, um, you know, collaborative approach where we will obviously whittle down the options, but we like to provide some choices. We like to hear other people's ideas. We like to talk through things with our client or the builder or the architect and exactly what you said, like, you know, come up with the best idea because you, particularly where you're working on a project, like you mentioned with a lot of elements, everyone has something they can bring to the table and everyone has something that maybe the other person hasn't thought of. And we really enjoy that process. And our biggest project that we're working on right now, it's that same, you know, there's landscapers and there's pool people and there's builders and metalsmiths, you know, and people doing the hardscape and trim carpenters and cabinetry people. And, you know, everyone has um, something to, something to contribute. Yeah. I I love how both of you say, um, you know, the asking of the questions. Um, I've, I've obviously seen Tony's work and the number of questions that go into, you know, getting a project done well with great quality and delivery. And you clearly had said the same um, about asking the right questions and getting everything kind of teed up to, to deliver um, how, how well you do. Um, one of the things about refresh and uh, that's exciting about what we do is the one-stop shopping. So it's like, if you need the outdoor pit and you need some work in the kitchen, or you're looking to do the home office or the gym or the steam these days, um, what I love about refresh is that it is one-stop shopping. It's a, you know, you're either refreshing because you're constantly investing in your home just because, you, you know, you're not ready to sell your home and maybe you plan to be there for another three to five years or, or a very lengthy amount of time. But, um, you know, we also do a, a program where it's refresh to sell and we get folks ready to, to when they're selling their home um, to kind of stage it and get it to the, to the market place it needs to be to actually sell, um, because I know it's a difficult market. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's fun to hear your, um, outlook as well, because we make it fun. We ask questions again, it's one-stop shopping at refresh. It's kind of a, a, a place right now that I know Tony, when he first established this extension of his brand, um, and the success of being an architect and winning all the awards and things that he's done along the way, he certainly had his vision clear, long before this all happened and kind of feel like we're in the right place at the right time with refresh and, and kind of helping everyone kind of build that happy home and that healthy home, because we're all going to be spending, as you said earlier, much more time in it. And with, you know, our most cherished investment, which is our family and our biggest investment, which is probably our home. So um, we're, we're psyched to, to hear you say all this as well. Well, and I think it's, I mean, from a timing perspective, it's really so great because I think the other thing I'm finding is where clients previously may have looked at a series of four or five projects and said, you know, okay, we're going to do this one now and we're going to phase those other ones later, or we'll do that in a year. I think that now they really are looking more at those four or five projects and saying like, okay, well, how, how can we get three of them done? Or, you know, how can we, instead of just focusing on one small area, how can we refresh these three areas? Because we know now we're going to use them all because suddenly we have six people home 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And, you know, we're all going to be here together and we want to make it work for everyone. So I think, um, I mean, I can say even from personal experience, we, when we bought our house, we had two dishwashers. And I remember thinking, 
we're really not going to need, you know, two dishwashers. And I cannot tell you how much we love having them right now. When we have five people eating three meals a day at home, they're <laughs> running constantly all day long. You know, so I think people are, are even realizing new things that they might like or that they might need um, to make things, you know, function better and be more comfortable. And, you know, now that they have so many bodies in the house together for extended period of time. <laughs> Michelle and I have talked. She's laughing because I'm laughing because I know Tony has like four refrigerators. (laughs) I mean, if we we need to redo our kitchen at some point, and we I we will have at least three. I'm sure. I I will never be able to live without the two dishwashers again. I they're running constantly. So one of the things that we're we're expecting to see, and I'm curious to get your take on it, is you know I I guess in every uh, cloud, uh, dark clouds, you, you look for the silver lining. And I, I'd like to think that the silver lining that we're going to get out of COVID is almost a uh, kind of going back to the values and the lifestyle and traditions that we saw years ago where people really, you know, spent Sunday dinners together and enjoyed each other's company and played board games and did all the things that families did together as opposed to as much time online or out uh, with all the toys, cars, and, and traveling that they did uh, in the past. And, and we're already starting to see uh, people talking about this. And, and I'd like to think that it's going to be something that is going to impact the way that people live their lives and the way that their homes need to work for them. And I'm wondering what your thought is on that. I completely agree. And I think that that's why you're seeing even, you know, an an increase or even an, you know, it's more difficult to get things like outdoor gardening equipment and, and gardening beds. And, you know, people, I think people are doing at home outdoor activities more, which again, goes back to kind of the fire pits and the outdoor ping pong tables and the outdoor spaces that people are, you know, realizing that they're going to be home and they're going to be entertaining and they're going to be entertaining with their families. And I think people are looking more to hosting the meal and spending more time together and doing the gardening and planting the flowers. And I mean, I can't tell you how many requests we've had um, for planters from our clients. We've placed, uh, we have a vendor we love and, and we've been placing I mean, I feel like an order or two large orders a week for clients that are calling and just saying, I just want to refresh my planters. I want, you know, I want to plant flowers. I want the hanging basket. I want to expand the garden. I mean, we've been seeing that a lot. Yeah. I think that goes back to like just building your sanctuary and finding that's like mental health. I mean, that's just like, we need to feel the flowers and the the warmth and coziness of like what's going to make us actually feel good in this place where we've been cut off to you know our regular lives so right. they want to do they want to do the you know the fire pit they want to have the s'mores they want to do the outdoor grill area and even for the inside i will say when we've been creating these teen lounges it's been a lot more of the giant scrabble board on the wall or the ping pong table or um, you know, we've done a few where we did a series of oversized games with like a, you know, a large connect four and a puzzle table, game tables, as opposed to a gaming room or the movie theater or a video, you know, a video gaming room where it's less of that. And it's more of 
kind of, you know, just Tony, what you said, what else can we do together that's offline and in in what space and in what capacity? And I think we're seeing that even more with these spaces we're creating, whether it's a kids lounge or a teen lounge or the den, um, that's much less focused on the electronics and a lot more focused on, um, you know, things that you actually like tactile things that you can do together. You know, we, we started refresh and refresh the cell, um, just frankly, just about four or five months ago. And, you know, everyone knows us as A. Perry Homes and A. Perry Designs and Builds, architects and builders, remodelers of, of homes on the North Shore in Chicago. And the, the main reason for starting Refresh and Refresh the Cell was to help people. Partly the people that were being taken advantage of by house flippers who, you know, someone's home hadn't been kept up, they don't have the opportunity or really they just don't want to pull the money out uh, in order to be able to do the work. And we designed this company to help them maximize the value in their home to try to help them to get to sell it and or, or just to improve it and refresh it so that way they can enjoy their life while they're still there and enjoying the home until they become empty nesters and move out. And what has really been interesting, you know, COVID was obviously not planned, but it shifted our focus to much what we're talking about right now, which is short-term, big impact, uh, small projects, all the way up to big projects that we would probably do under Apiary Homes, uh, Apiary Builders. But we, um, we've really found that uh, you can make such an impact with just three or four trades going in, redoing a kitchen, uh, freshening up the floors, uh, adding some nice details and touches, like you said, a screen porch, maybe some outdoor living spaces. And it really seems to uh, increase people's uh, interest in their home and how much they really enjoy it. And what they want to do is they want to be the cool home on the block where their kids do feel comfortable coming back to. And right. I, I suppose you're seeing a lot of that, right? Yes. I mean, we are, we're seeing a lot of it. In fact, I was heading over to um, an outdoor project today that I was checking in on and my painter was leaving and I haven't seen him in a few weeks. And I stopped and chatted with him briefly. And he said, he's, so busy right now because he said, you know, everyone, he said he finished all the projects at his own house and then his phone's basically been ringing because people have, you know, they've been sitting in their house and they think, let's brighten it up. Let's bring someone in, you know, to paint, let's paint the exterior. Let's, you know, there are people that surely are kind of, you know, they've been in their homes now, you know, for what seems like forever, but it's just been a few months. And they're looking at kind of, instead of, like I said before, tackling one big project, kind of taking, you know, that budget or taking that capacity and spreading it out over several areas where they could make a big impact, like freshening up the kitchen and painting the first floor or, you know, redoing the sun porch or the, you know, the patio and taking on one outdoor project, whether it's the garden or the fire pit or the seating area, you know, people are trying to kind of spread that budget a little more and spread that capacity a little more over over more projects that are going to make them feel good about being home and, you know, feel happy with, with where they live. And I do love the idea about having, you know, the cool house or the coolest house in the block. That's how, how I grew up and my parents always, you know, we had a pool, we had an air hockey table, we had a, you know, a pool table. And my parents just always said, 
They just loved having everyone home. They loved having, you know, all of us there and having all of our friends there and having the kids always want to be there and, and want to be home. And that's kind of always stuck with me. And I, you know, convey that to my clients as well, that you can have something that just looks beautiful, but it's more important to have something that everyone loves and everyone's comfortable with. It can also look beautiful. And then you're going to be, you know, surrounded by the people that you love in a home that you love. And, and now it's, you know, more important than ever. Absolutely. And that just it is so, so true in terms of just bringing it all together. You want to be that house on the block. You are that house on the block. And we all, I think together, just between your business and ours at Refresh, we can certainly um, help become that home and that healthy home with the way that you design, the way that um, we can definitely make an impact in people's homes, um, whether it's a coat of paint or moving a wall or using one of those top three spaces that you just mentioned. Um, Rose, it's just been great to have you live here. We are so excited to um, have you on the podcast and we look forward to um, continuing this uh, discussion on uh, phase two of where we are probably in a couple of months and seeing how things are going. Um, but we did want to just say thank you again. Your work is unbelievably sign- just beautiful and um, your Instagram posts and are, are definitely something that I look at time and time again, because your work is phenomenal. And we hope too, that people look at, um, refresh to sell, refresh to sell.com. And our Instagram is coming along nicely. As Tony said, we're a fairly new company and, um, it's just great to grow together. And I think it's a whole win-win partnership when, when all of us come together and, and do the work together to deliver great quality. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Thank you. Tony. Yeah, thank you, Rose. You have a good one. And thanks for taking out the time of your busy day. No problem. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Take care. Enjoy the sunshine. We got you. Bye. Take care. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Refresh and Rediscover Your Home, the podcast. Connect with us at refresh